Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's Jordan. And Daniel. And it's been another week. It has. (laughs) So, um... What we decided, everyone's getting really, really pumped up for the Disney 100 celebration starting up this week. We're going to talk a little bit about that in our, I guess that would be our quote unquote news segment for the week. Uh, But we're also going to be going over early entry. So this is going to kind of build off of, if you remember a few months ago when we had Rope Drop and Park Hop on and they talked to us about rope dropping. This is going to be specifically if you're staying at one of the Disney resort hotels at Disneyland. So one of the perks you get for staying at those hotels. And we have feelings and strategies, mostly strategies, for how to help really maximize your time during early entry. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, But before we get into much, Dan, we have a review. What's that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Uh, From Killian Mancera, hopefully I said that right, Um, titled All the Disneyland Feels. They said, thank you, gentlemen, for bringing me a smile on my commute. I'm currently planning my third annual Disneyland trip during spring break. You are giving me so many ideas for snacks and little details to make my next visit even better. I want an episode about your background, how you met, how you both got into Disney, and how often you go. That will be one of our future we'll episodes. Keep an eye out. That's probably one we'll do. I, I, I put it on my list. <laughs> this list has a lot on there. Yes. And we're always open to suggestions. Uh, so thank you. Killian, is that what it was? Yep. Thank you, Killian. Um, this is your weekly reminder, if you haven't yet done so, to leave us a rating on either Apple or Spotify. Or if you feel like taking a little bit more time, a review on Apple. We really appreciate when you guys do that. Um, Helps us out a great deal. So thank you. Spotify does not want your words, evidently. No, none of the other (laughs) ones do. Only Apple. So that's why we keep bringing it up. So thank you to those who listen to us on other services. It's just Apple's the only one that lets reviews happen. For all us normal people that have iPhones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sure. So... um, it's kind of weird that after the last couple of weeks, we did not have like a huge dump of news over the last Don't week. Don't worry. It'll be coming. Sometime. Probably will. I think it's mostly because they've been now just gearing up toward the Disney 100 celebration. This is the celebration of the 100th anniversary of Walt Disney Studios. They were founded in 1923. And... Um, really the only quote unquote news has just been all the things that have been popping up because that starts this Friday. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out tomorrow and so they're getting everything ready The we actually, when we were there at Disneyland last week, we watched them slowly start transforming the castle a little bit. As slowly as possible. Disney World (laughs) can change from Halloween to Christmas within 40 minutes, I swear. It's overnight. Disneyland must must slowly inspect and move (laughs) each... What do they call them? Pirouettes? What are the things on the top? (laughs) Turrets? (laughs) You said some weird word when we were there. What are the... The minarets? No, No, not minarets. The pointy things. Uh, Uh, Finials. Finials. (laughs) Finials and furbs. (laughs) Oh, like you know that. Uh, 
But yeah, sir, it's yeah. They're finally almost ready now. Everything's installed <laughs> except for the very top finial on the tallest tower. But by the time you listen to this, I'm sure they will have it installed. So like, they have the big star on top of the middle section. They have the new banners everywhere. They have the they turned the fountains on by the castle today. Which luckily, I was having a little bit of a freak out. They might not look good. They look really pretty. Yeah, we saw that they were in the water last time. But yeah, but now they turn them on. So and there's lights. We didn't know there were lights. I mean, the best fountains that the Disney Company has ever done are harmonious barges in Epcot. Luckily, this is a <laughs> Disneyland uh, uh, podcast. Otherwise, by now you would have heard a whole bunch about this because we have, harmonious is so terrible. Uh, anyway, moving on. Anyway, uh, they also installed. I didn't even know they were going to do this. Uh, they have a Mickey statue and a Minnie statue. The Minnie statue is by Snow White's Wishing Well. And the Mickey statue is in Town Square, where they usually have the Christmas tree. And they're silver, and they just look really, really cute. They have uh, the these medallions that say Disney 100 at the entrance to both theme parks. They have it on both the Sleeping Beauty Castle and the Carthy Circle Theater. They have them in Downtown Disney. They have it actually by the topiaries at the Disneyland Hotel as well. So they have... They're getting into full swing, and they put in a new um, Mickey statue in downtown Disney for photo ops. It's just and when we were in the the Esplanade, whatever the in between part, they had they have really cute posters. Yeah, new banners. New banners. Um, Hopefully, they fix the ones that say Disneyland established in eighteen twelve, and the Matterhorn came out in two thousand forty (laughs) two. They're spelling everything. There were just people noticed that there were a lot of factual errors and typos on some banners that they. I think these were banners around in downtown Disney that were hung up, supposed to be listing accomplishments for the Disney company over its past hundred years, and they're kept being. Um, you would think there everywhere. would have been like some sort of proofreading or like, for instance, one of them said Matterhorn bobsleds, 1955, the Matterhorn didn't open until 1959. And then it called Walt Disney world, Walt Disney, Disney world. world. One word. There was no space <laughs> Disney between Disney and world. Disney world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they've been getting a little bit of flack for that. We'll see if they fix that. Who knows? They also unveiled new, I guess you can call and call it holographic wraps on the monorail. So is it, it's all set up for the hundredth anniversary, and as it goes by, it just shimmers and glimmers in different colors in the sunlight. So not like you can tell. You think all the monorails are orange? Well, right now they're like ninety-seven <laughs> percent a wrap on them. So you see, oh, there's a teeny little bit on the top that's a red one. You can tell the difference between the red and the orange and the blue. Are, are these holographic wraps like tortillas or? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you said wraps. They're and actually maybe because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long order. day at work today. <laughs> Point of order, I guess. Don't um, record on an empty stomach. <laughs> um, with all of this, uh, the Lunar New Year celebration has also been um, going on for the past week, and will go on for the next couple of weeks. And Oswald Adventure. and his girlfriend are so cute. His girlfriend Hortensia. Hortensia. People, yeah, were asking us what that is. Well, he has. He evidently had a Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which is, if you don't know, this is the very first commercial success for Disney. Uh, that a character he created, I believe, in 1927, but he lost the rights to him when he left Universal. 
or left a partnership with Universal. And then in the early 2000s, Disney was able to regain the right trade him for uh, what was, oh, one of the ESPN. Al Michaels or whatever. I don't remember the, yeah, one of the ESPN. Um, a cartoon was traded for a human. Yeah. <laughs> Disney hasn't looked back. So that's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and then his girlfriend, Hortensia, the cat, because it's the year of the rabbit and the Vietnamese year of the cat. And so they are the official uh, mascot. So if you see them and you're like, I don't know exactly who they are, Disney actually just recently released an Oswald cartoon a couple months ago. So you can go and take a look at that and refresh your memory about who they are, but they're adorable. <laughs> and could they have picked two of the cuter animals, bunnies and kitties? And I know. <laughs> That's all the internet is, is it's bunnies just and cat, cat videos, videos and rabbit videos. <laughs> I know, but it's worth it. Uh, so if you're going to be around in Disneyland up until I believe it's the 15th of February, if I'm not mistaken, that's the last yeah, day. Yeah, that's when we're there. And of we have the, to hurry. We'll be there. We have the, to hurry and snarf the food down. Of the Lunar New Year celebrations. That's going on, too. Um, I think that's it for, like, quote-unquote news. Oh, and they released a whole bunch of new images of the interior queue space for Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway in Toontown, so which, again, opens on Friday. Um, if you want to see more of that, open your Instagram. It's all over the place. <laughs> if you don't want to see it yet, then... <laughs> Just hold off for a few days. It's going to be everywhere. But it's really, really cute. I'm really excited for the rest of Toontown to open. Love it. Um, yeah, the, unfortunately, we're not going to be there on opening day, but we will be there in two weeks. Um, speaking of Runaway Railway, there is one thing that I just wanted to mention. We talked about it last week in our news segment, and I just want to clarify that if you want to ride Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, there are two ways that you can do it. The first way, if you want to do it for free, is to join a virtual queue. Uh, for that, you need to make sure that uh, every person in your party has their ticket linked to at least one person's account. If you want as many chances as possible, link them to everyone's accounts. Um, and in your app, it's just where you go to link tickets, and then it'll just show up with the other person's name on it. Then before either 7 a.m. or 1 p.m., whichever one you are going for, um, you're going to go on the home page of the app and you're going to scroll down until you reach the part that says virtual queue. Um, they'll say uh, join virtual queue. When you get in there, the very first thing that you'll see is a button at the bottom that says confirm your party. You click on that and then that will ask you to just verify who do you and do you not want to get a uh, virtual queue for. Once you confirm that, it'll say you're good to go. You want to do this well before your anticipated time then just as it gets close, like within a couple minutes of the time coming up, start refreshing that screen by just pulling down and let it refresh. The instant a blue button at the bottom comes up that says join queue, press that button, that's it. Um, they've really streamlined Much this. easier, yes. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the way they've done virtual queues in the past, um, then the 7 a.m. one, I believe you will need to have a reservation for Disneyland in order to get a virtual queue at 7 a.m., but anyone with a park hopper should be able to get a virtual queue at 1 p.m. So I believe this is just because they cannot guarantee that your virtual queue will be after park hopping hours if you don't have a reservation for the park. And so at 1 p.m., obviously, at that point, you can enter the park and park hop. So um, just kind of a heads up. Just make sure you're not doing it at 7. If you're like, oh, it's 7 o'clock. So it's like 7.02. Let's do, join a queue. You're not going to. You're going to have to try again at 1. Well, you never know. Because this is what, this ride 
has a very high capacity. As Jordan was saying before and postulating that they wouldn't use the virtual queue. I really am surprised. I, my theory is just that it's just Disney's thing now. When there's something new, they just like virtual queue. Let's see how busy it is. I and can then they foresee. Can I it probably won't be very long. But. I can foresee them ending the virtual queue even within the year. Now, obviously, I could be wrong, but I can foresee them just within a year going like, eh, it's not that big a deal to just open up the standby. Um, the other way that you can get into Runaway Railway is the paid option, which is an individual lightning lane. We can assume that probably for at least the first couple of weeks, if not the first few weeks, that they'll probably be charging close to, if not the maximum, which would be $25 a day per person. Um, we obviously won't know until they can change the price of it every day, so we won't know, but that's probably my, I think it's safe to assume that the first couple of days. Yeah, unless something crazy happens, I think you'll be fine just doing the virtual queue. Oh, absolutely. The virtual queue is easy enough. You can only do it once a day. So even if you got in at 7 a.m., were able to ride the ride, and then 1 p.m. came up, you can't join again. Yeah. But that is a loophole. You can you can do the you can do a lightning lane. queue and the individual lightning lane. So yeah. you can ride it up to two times a day as of starting date. Yeah, so. one purchase and one free. Um, but that's the, it's the only way. Or um, board a plane and go to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Same day. <laughs> <laughs> Which does not have a virtual queue for that ride. Nope. Um, so that's it for new stuff. Now we said we were going to talk about early entry. Uh, so what is early entry? So it's what, since COVID and since they've redone this, um, Disneyland does, where if you're staying at uh, the Grand Californian, the Disneyland Hotel, or the Paradise Pier slash soon-to-be Pixar Place Hotel, um, you can go to either park 30 minutes early. So it's whichever park you have your park reservation for. Um, they used to do it where it was either or, and then there was a thing called Magic Mornings where it was an hour before, but now it's and half, extra magic hours. And extra magic hours. But now it's uh, 30 minutes before. So um, they open the gates uh, to let you get uh, through with the tickets um, around that time. Like it's not very much earlier. Probably like 720 or 725 yeah. is the earliest they start letting people in. <clears throat> um, but then they also are letting everyone else in. So they used to have it where you had, they had certain turnstiles that said magic mornings or whatever. Everyone can come in to the park, but if you don't have, if you aren't staying in one of those, uh, three resorts, then you have to wait until regular rope drop. Uh, that's where you'll be opens. stopped at the ropes. Yeah. So you technically go, speaking, there's actually a rope drop now for the early entry. Yes, <laughs> which is interesting. <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, so yeah, you um, you have to show your uh, ticket or your um, room key. Room key. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they used when they were first doing it. All they were doing was making sure you had one and looking at it. But we were worried about the possible loophole that you could yeah. just keep your card because they don't ask for them so when you not check secure. out, and uh, it doesn't have any dates printed on it anymore. Yeah, they like used they to used print to. the dates. Um, but that's good because I when our last trip I gave it the cards back and they recycle them they reuse them so yeah. Um, but yeah now when you go through they scan it and it makes sure it goes green so you just have to have there'll one person like little, yeah there'll be a little couple tables with just what they look like hotel door scanners and you just scan your ticket and they just check to make sure that it goes green meaning that you have a hotel reservation yeah. if you don't have that if you are using your phone for a digital key which I don't know very many people who do they just need to see the hotel reservation on your phone yeah I mean it might still work because it opens up the thing and, for the door. But. Yeah, but they said like either show us your <clears throat> hotel reservation or tap your key. Yeah. Um, so it just has to be one person in your group. You just tell them how many uh, people are there. Yeah. So for Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland's, by the way, works so much better. Yes. Just saying. 
Um, so for Disneyland, there's only the one entrance, obviously. Um, and you go in, uh, you go the rope drop area. Like they always hold people mostly over by, um, Frontierland. There's this big area. Just like in the middle of the hub. Middle of the hub. But if you have early entry, if you have, if you're staying on property, you go to the right. So over by the Plaza Inn, there's, uh, that's where the, that's where you scan your, t- your room keys. And then you can go around and be, still go through the hub, but you can go to Fantasyland or tomorrow. Tomorrowland. Those are the only two areas open in Disneyland. And they don't, not the entire lands are open, but Mostly. A, a good majority of them. You can pretty safely assume that for early entry, they will have, um, <laughs> I will still say this, even though it's only partly true. Uh, Peter Usually Pan. Peter Pan. Although Snow they're White. always I'll, late in opening oh, it. I mean, we'll get back get to that this. in a second. <laughs> Peter Pan, Snow White, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Mr. Toad. I think the Carousel, Dumbo, Alice, Alice Mad Tea Party. That's it. Um, sometimes Matterhorn. Sometimes, <laughs> if you're very lucky, the Matterhorn will be open. They're usually <laughs> testing it still. They usually don't even open at eight. But yeah, so, like Storybook Canal, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Small Coast World, Junior, Small World are not usually yet. open. Um, in Tomorrowland, they actually almost have everything open. I think usually the only thing that's not open is the Autopia. Yeah. Um, typically, everything else in Tomorrowland usually space, is open. Yeah. Star Tours, all the others. Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, even the Submarine Voyage. Yep. Uh, so here's the number one thing that we will tell you, and it's very similar to what Rope Drop and Park Hop mentioned, Katie and Aaron, about rope dropping. They mentioned, please never, ever, ever rope drop Peter Pan. We can tell you, never, ever, ever <laughs> early entry Peter Pan. <laughs> well, so we we had kind of a longer trip. We had four days yeah. last trip, and we'd already done everything, like, 7,000 times because for some reason it wasn't busy, which was awesome. Yes. And so we're like, well, should we try it? And we're like, yeah, let's try it. Um, Cause we were still fairly on time, but we walked over, people were getting in line. It looked like it was going to be a long line, which it probably was. And then it looked like they were running the, the, Ships or whatever they're ships are they, <laughs> uh, but they they actually had not fully opened yet. They so were testing it. They were still testing. So just don't because everyone else is also going <clears throat> yeah, to. Peter everyone Pan. loves to do that. They've always done that with the magic mornings and the extra magic hours. So and usually our plan of attack, usually what we do is we're able to in that half hour to go on Snow White, Mister Toad, Alice. And then sometimes also a combination of something like the Mad Tea Party, Buzz Lightyear, and or maybe even Pinocchio, or uh, maybe even get in line for Space Mountain at the very end. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I will say is, no matter what park you're doing early entry in, go for the biggest attractions last, because everyone in early entry is heading to the big attractions. For instance, at Disneyland Space Mountain, they're heading there first thing. And so if you actually go last thing, like go in there like 7.55. Yeah, if you, right, right like, before everyone else comes in. Yeah, then there's like no line because everyone else from early entry has already gone on it. And there, there's not the regular crowd. Yeah, and so that would be my biggest thing. And then just worry about Peter Pan some other time because that line doesn't really change length ever during the day. Nope. So <laughs> just do it some other time. Um, and then once the park opens... Since you've already mostly done Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, go over to the other side of the park. Uh, There's usually no one rope dropping Thunder Mountain or Indiana Jones when it's open or Pirates. Um, If you want to, you can use your early entry to get a little bit closer to Rope Drop Rise of the Resistance, but... 
I yeah. wouldn't necessarily recommend it. It might have been good when it first opened, but it's not that important now. We're mo- yeah. Most of the time when we're there... Especially since you don't always know if it's going to be opening with the park. Right. Uh, and it's... It's it's rarely more than like seventy or eighty minute wait anymore. So, um, one thing I was gonna oh so when is a good time to do Peter Pan? <laughs> Any other time, honestly. S- when you look of, at it, it's always so busy. It is, but the line never changes. Yeah, I guess whether you're doing it during early entry or doing it at rope drop, the line just never changes in length. So you may as well just wait and do it some other time. Yeah. Um. So that's it for Disneyland. Um, I, I think we can keep it kind of short and sweet for California Adventure by just saying that California Adventure can be a bit of a, pardon my language, crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the other words. Um, uh, pr- the just, problem with... Oh, what are you oh just so you know, so the, there's three ways to get into California Adventure for early entry and for if you're staying there. Uh, so there's the main gates, which you'd probably use if you were at the uh, Disneyland, Disneyland Hotel. Hotel. Um, there's the special entrance over by Redwood Creek Challenge Trail that's just for... Uh, Grand Californian um, guests guests at the beginning. And then there's a new, very, very hidden, very small entrance, uh, kind of by Goofy Sky School and by the Corndog Castle for uh, Paradise Pier slash Pixar Place Hotel guests. So So there's three different areas. Um, If you're going on by one of the exclusive hotel entrances, they're not going to ask you to scan your ticket because they already are checking before you go through the gates. Um, but the problem with California Adventure is that unlike Disneyland, where they say we open select attractions in these two lands, California Adventure doesn't do that. They say a select number of attractions will be open and there's no way to tell from one day to the next exactly which ones will be open. It usually involves things like, um, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree or Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters, Web Slingers, Guardians. Yeah, Web Slingers right now. Almost always. Almost always. A, Monsters, Inc. sometimes. Uh, Soren usually is. Sometimes, yeah. Little Mermaid. And then oftentimes in Coaster or Toy Story, Midway Mania. But that is so hit or miss. <laughs> it really is. And it's just very, very difficult to tell when you first get in. The last time that we went, just last week, we were not alone. There was a lot of us that were using We were there right on time, and we used our early entry to book it over to Pixar Pier because we wanted to ride Incredicoaster and Midway Mania. And the only thing open was Jesse's Critter Carousel. <laughs> and like, none of the really, cast members really? were telling us on the way there <laughs> that, so by the way, this is the only thing open in Pixar Pier. And so there was a slew of guests. There was a huge horde coming in and then a huge horde leaving because we all went for one of two attractions and neither of them. And they even told us we're not planning to open until 8. And we're like, well, that's so nice. So weird. So at California Adventure, you don't necessarily get as many attractions done because, I mean, we went and we were able to do Web Slingers and Guardians. Web and Slingers had no wait. We there walked, was no wait. They had us walk through the single rider line, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So, I mean, there was no wait, but because of the pre-show, it takes a certain amount of time to ride it. And the same thing with Guardians. And by the time we got off of Guardians, Rope Drop had already happened. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that because oftentimes they have really bad lines during the middle of the day. So we got those out of the way. But... It's just kind of frustrating when you get used to Disneyland where you can get so many attractions done at once. And then at California Adventure, it's just not as likely. The way to t- our, our biggest um, suggestion and advice would be to use the app. It, it does show opening or the, the wait times during early entry. It's not just when it's regularly open to the park. So hurry up, like scan your ticket, go inside, open the app, see what's open. And it's Sometimes fairly, it takes a couple of minutes after early entry begins for him to show anything, but but yeah. it's fairly accurate. So, 
So California Adventure still definitely want to use it because it is extremely useful. And a lot of people also liked when Radiator Springs Racers is open. Yeah. They like to try and use that time to stand around that entrance waiting for them to open it, Don't which that it. is your prerogative you if can, you want to do that. You suggest not. Um, so, yeah, you totally could use your early entry to just be right there next to some of these rides. At California Adventure, you have free reign over the entire park because there's a smattering of, tra- of attractions all over the place that are open. Um, but it's just know it's not going to feel as productive as when you go to Disneyland. And obviously, um, same thing with, so if you're not staying on property, you obviously use the, um, the regular entrance. And if you don't have, if you're not staying on property, you can still get an early, but you are held up at rope drop kind of by Carthay circle there. And then the regular guests or the hotel guests, um, have like a little area. They go off the to the left. Very, yeah, like, oh, little, by, like underneath the yeah, um, archways the of the Carthy Circle yep. is where they would head through. Or just off to the side at Hollywood Boulevard if you're heading down um, into Hollywoodland and toward Guardians. And I don't think... So when we were there last week and went into Disneyland, I don't think they had opened any shops uh, and they hadn't opened the market house yet. So for people who are like, Trying I to, I think they may have opened the market house. That I, was the, that's I, I swear Starbucks. there were people. Yeah, the Starbucks. I swear there were people in line outside. But it also maybe. could have just been a really long line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. So um, if you think like you're gonna, if you don't have early entry and you're gonna like get a lot of other stuff done, maybe not. But maybe not so much. But um, that is this is an improvement from what they did in early entry at the beginning because also they wouldn't actually let you through the gates until seven thirty. So I think people are getting frustrated yeah, that some of their time was being used right. up just trying to get through the gates. So they let you through earlier, which is nice. So you can use your whole 30 minutes. I do miss the hour. You got so much done in that hour, but it is beneficial that it's either park now. So you don't, you're not stuck with one. Yeah. I, they probably did it, it mostly because it spreads out the, the crowds. Yeah. Spreads out the crowds. Um, the park reservation system, obviously you can't do yeah. whichever one they tell you to go to. You're doing the one that you, you have picked. to have. Yeah. Um, and, and it probably is easier on cast members when there's uh, for only for just a half hour instead of doing both parks an hour. That would be ideal if they did both parks an hour. That'd be awesome. That'd but, be great. I don't think they're going to. No. But um, again, if and you might be sitting here listening to this, going like, "I'm never going to be using early entries. I don't really think I'm ever going to be staying on property." And you know what? The vast majority of people don't. But it's still good to know because, like I said, you can still get in. You can be actually, ready. To, it's it's part of like the rope drop. Uh, the the strategy as well. So I would definitely, if you're rope dropping and you're just doing it normal, then in Disneyland head toward Fantasyland and Tomorrowland because they're going to be a little bit more empty. Um, because everyone who did early entry has already it's gone true. through. Um, and if you're a California adventure, maybe this is your time to head to like guardians or web slingers. Um, because again, there's not going to be any lines because the early entry people have already gone on them. So it's just something to consider, and it can affect your plans. Plus, when it's, the park first opens, the first like half hour, people aren't really going to be using their lightning lanes either. So the lines, another huge benefit. The standby line isn't as bad. Yep. So um, that's just kind of like some of our tactics to using early entry. Again, I know that a lot of people will probably never stay on property, and they'll never use the early entry benefit. Um, but it is, it's one of the few benefits of the Disneyland hotels that are like, no, this is like really concrete, really, really a big deal. Even though the rooms are twice as much as most places. Uh, you know, and we know this. Crazy Again, expensive. We would not be staying on property near as often if we were not DVC. Yep. 
Like, I, I think like hardly at all <laughs> seeing a property if we weren't DVC. It's sad that they don't do Magic Mornings anymore because that was part of the benefit of buying the three, three four. Yeah, you used to be able. To, it used to be open to anyone who had a three day park hopper ticket or longer, but no, no more. Um, I wish that they would bring that back actually in some ways, except for then they would have to be an hour long <laughs> and not half hour because that'd be too many people. Yeah, in a half an hour, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, now with only the three hotels, it's you can definitely get a lot done. So just be aware of that. Maybe s- switch hotels for just one night or something. I don't know. There's there's benefits. So if that works, you never into know your, into your budget. And, and they, they, they have specials. All yeah, there's the time. always specials. So just especially look if you're a California resident. Oh, they have so many <clears throat> deals like all the time. They're usually for like midweek things. Yep, but especially for a Paradise Pier Pixar Place hotel. Yeah. So, um, just something to, to think about, uh, speaking of planning for your vacation, if you haven't planned yet, uh, getaway today, our friends at getaway today, they can help you out with that. They actually have a big deal right now. I know the one that they're promoting is that you can get a fourth day at the parks for, for free. Wow. Um, so something to kind of look into. So the, if you use the link in the description of this episode, then you'll be able to get that deal. And also it'll benefit us as well. Doesn't change your price. Uh, they're great to work with. As uh, Jennifer Coolidge would say, oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. Please don't judge us on our uh, really, really bad impersonations. So <laughs> um, then also make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever. The handles are in, in that description as well. And again, give us a like or a review. Uh, make sure that you are uh, subscribed to get our episodes in the future. And and also, we didn't mention, we're at 10,000 downloads we on have. all podcasts, so we will be doing another giveaway. So if you haven't, if, you're not, if you don't uh, follow us on Instagram, go on Instagram and follow us because in the next week or so, we'll be doing another giveaway. This is news to me. <laughs> But I'm excited by it. All right. Uh, so I think that's it this week. I thought it was going to be a short episode. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.